Hi, I'm Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. Welcome to the Selling Security to the Board interview series. Today I'm talking about tackling insider threats. It's my pleasure to be speaking with Douglas Thomas. He's the Director of Counterintelligence Operations and Investigations for Lockheed Martin Corporation. Doug, thanks so much for joining me today. I look forward to this, Tom. Doug, I love this topic of the insider threat. It's one I've spoken about a lot at the events that we put on, and I'm familiar with a lot of the research. I want to begin with this notion of of talking to the board. In an organization, how do you even convince your board that you have an insider threat problem? Well, Tom, this is actually one of the biggest challenges to establishing a program. It's becoming harder and harder to justify to the leadership the need to invest in a program when it's overhead. However, when you describe how the threat landscape has shifted from primarily nation-states stealing classified information to stealing research and development, trade secrets, and intellectual property, when you provide the results of various studies by prominent universities and companies and you share federal government trends that demonstrate the insider threat problem set is trending in the wrong direction, it usually gets their attention. Some examples of that data, FBI reports that they've had a 105% increase in economic espionage cases since 2009. Another powerful message is when you discuss the many examples of economic espionage that have occurred in the United States in the past five years and the harm that those cases has caused to those companies. Then there's some stats from different universities and um, companies. According to Carnegie Mellon study, 75% of incidents go unreported. According to a Cisco study, 46% of workers admit to transferring work files to home computers without authorization. I think these are the things we use to uh, win over the board, if you will, on why you should invest in a program. Now, Doug, as a follow-up to that, as part of that, are you pointing out to the board that it isn't necessarily just a malicious insider? You've got employees that are being taken advantage of now by outside agencies, and they could be entirely oblivious to how they're being used. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the program isn't necessarily there to look for just malicious acts. It's also there to intervene and to get in front of a person who might be at risk or somebody who's doing something unwitting. So, I mean, there's application beyond just looking for an insider threat. Okay, so we've talked about convincing the board that there is an insider threat problem. Bigger challenge. How do you gain the leadership support and buy-in to fund an insider threat program? Well, attaining consensus among the leadership, it's going to require a strong understanding of the types of threats that organizations face today and what's at stake, such as lost revenue, harm to their brand and reputation, shareholder and customer confidence, loss of jobs, and technological edge. You must demonstrate that the program is legally sound and in line with the corporation's culture and values. You also must demonstrate privacy considerations will be instituted and adhered to. You must develop a robust communications campaign to the workforce and be careful with words you use to describe the program. And last, it's imperative you establish a sound governance structure. For us, our governance structure includes a steering committee at the vice president's level with membership from the right functions. It includes an internal audit, and it includes presentations 
to the executive leadership team and the board of directors. What you're trying to show is we're going to execute the mission based on what was approved in our concept of operations. The bottom line is top-level executives must actively support and participate in the program for it to be truly successful. Doug, at the start of our conversation, you cited some pretty compelling statistics from places like Carnegie Mellon University's Insider Threat Program. If you look at the organizations that Lockheed Martin typically works with, what do you find to be the common insider challenges that your customers face, whether it be both from intentional insiders or or the unintentional threat? Well, I, I think that's another good question, Tom. I think the, the current business environment, the global economy, are some of the drivers for why an insider threat trend is going in the wrong direction. Businesses need to do several things to survive and thrive. But some of those things expose companies to more vulnerabilities and exploitations, such as mergers and acquisitions, joint ventures, divestitures, and large layoffs. The ease of stealing anything stored electronically and the intense use of social media by adversaries for targeting purposes. And if you are a company where a portion of your employees hold security clearances, the recent OPM breach just increased the insider threat problem set. Today, I think most companies don't act proactively on insider threat issues. I think they're a reactive approach to business. Too many companies today, I think they believe that their data loss prevention tools equates to an insider threat program, and I'm not of that opinion. Often I hear the age-old problem of budget and resources. With the reported trends, the state of the global economy, and the emphasis placed on the theft of sensitive data, I'm not sure how a company can afford not to invest in a program. If you think about it for a second, Tom, a large, diverse company with a no-kidding insider will cause grave harm to them. It will hurt their reputation. It will hurt their revenue. It will hurt shareholder and stockholder confidence. But they'll probably survive because it's large and diverse. But if you're a small company or a medium-sized company, you could very well go bankrupt. And we've got case examples along those lines, especially if you're a company with a, with a single niche product. If you lose that product to a competitor or to a nation state, in time you will probably be out of business. Doug, what are some of the ways that Lockheed Martin is helping organizations to improve both detection and prevention of insider crimes? So we've offered our experience and our expertise based on capabilities built on decades of experience in the counterintelligence discipline. Um, All of our folks came from the federal government at some point, and now they have the luxury of executing this mission in industry. So they've got the government background, the government knowledge of the problem set, and now they've got the luxury of executing this in an industry culture. We can demonstrate a holistic approach, meaning the integration of data across the entire enterprise, which gives us a baseline for human behavior and digital behavior. Our approach is proactive as opposed to the typical reactive approach. We've been able to identify potential problems and mitigate those problems with real results. The benefits or the results have included um, deterring potential insiders through a comprehensive program, safeguarding corporate brand and reputation, preserving competitive edge through protection of intellectual property, protecting current and future revenue by safeguarding information assets, and improving shareholder and customer um, confidence in us. 
in our ability to deliver a product that hasn't been compromised. Doug, one of the things that Lockheed Martin offers is an insider threat program for customers. What would you say are the core elements of that program? So I would say a robust program requires an effort. A team, it's a team sport. Okay, Critical members of that team include counterintelligence, security, information security, ethics, legal, privacy, HR, and communications. Now, they're all critical to the program, but it's executed by the counterintelligence element. Through the use of technology and understanding employees' human and digital behavior, highlighting anomalies, and in some cases intervening before a situation becomes a problem, perhaps the biggest thing that we focus on is training and awareness. It's critical. Making sure employees know they are a target, the company is a target, and signs to look for, and then what to do when you see one of those signs. And I don't want to be over dramatic when I talk about companies and individuals being a target. Today, we're in an environment today that if you're a company that's making a profit and you have the future of making a profit, you're a target today because it goes back to the global economy. And really, there's so much that the employees even can be looking for. One of the things that people have taught me is that if you see someone that's working different hours or is printing out an inordinate amount of material on the printer or taking an inordinate amount of material home, those are things that to pay attention to and notify someone about. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I mean, it, it goes back to that training and awareness. I mean, you want you want all the employees out there to be your eyes and ears. And one thing that we did in our communication strategy is we don't use the word report. Uh, we're not trying to create a culture of snitches. What we're trying to do is create an environment where all employees feel like they need to be engaged, engaged for their job, engage for the sake of the company, engage for the sake of their coworkers. So we're tr- we try to stay away from the word report. But it comes back to what you just mentioned. It's all about training and awareness. Well, I think that's a great way to look at it. It's not reporting. It's being engaged. Doug, at the very start of our conversation, you talked about, was it the figure 75% of incidents go unreported? Is that what you said? That's correct. And, you know, in the past, too often organizations, if they covered an insider crime, uncovered it, they were embarrassed by it, didn't want anyone to know, so they just sort of let it go away. What would you say are the potential risks of organizations doing absolutely nothing about their insider threat? Well, I kind of covered some of these already, but I think they're worthy to repeat, if you don't mind. When a company gets hit like this, the damage from an insider is very significant. In fact, I would argue that the damage by an insider who has unfettered access could be much more damaging than an advanced persistent threat attack, a cyber attack. So you, you're looking at damage to your brand and your reputation, which is a big deal to companies. Loss of revenue and competitive position. Issuance of regulatory fines. Losing clients. Legal repercussions. Increased security risks, loss of critical, high-value personnel, and technology. I mean, if you take a look at what's going on in the United States over the past five, six years, the technological gap that we enjoyed from other nation states, that gap has gotten smaller and smaller and smaller. Some of it's because nation states have invested more in their R&D, but a lot of it has to do with their stealing our technology and our know-how. 
Well, Doug, it's very well said. I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thank you for taking us inside the insider threat. Well, thank you for having me, Tom. Again, you've been listening to the Selling Security to the Board interview series. The topic has been tackling insider threats. I've been speaking with Doug Thomas. He's the Director of Counterintelligence Operations and Investigations for Lockheed Martin Corporation. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.